All Things NFL, all the time. With Danny Dubach and Gabe Schrausbach. Powered by 88.1 The Berg and the Wildcat Sports Radio Network. This is the Bach and Straw Show. We're back, guys. It's Bach. It's Straws. And we're back for yet another installment of the Bach and Straw Show. Yes, sir. Straws, how are you feeling today? I know you had a little bit of a, a rough time yesterday. Yeah, I may have taken a spill yesterday. So the uh, roads were a little uh, icy and funny that we didn't see any salt on those uh, walkways and may have taken a spill and broken my wrist. But you know what? That's not going to keep me down. I got to keep my lip smacking championship going. So Well, we'll see about that. You're still here and it's great to have you with us here, Gabe. Let's get right into it. And this is a recap of the NFL season. If you lived under a rock for... For the entire season, this is essentially the recap, and we're going to pick the best games of each week, and let's get right into it. First, it's week one, and there was the opening day game with the Eagles and Falcons, and there were some other notable games. We, with- we, we need to agree right off the bat, because there's an obvious choice for the best game for week one. And what was it? It was Green Bay and Chicago. I can't stand Aaron Rodgers, but I can definitely appreciate greatness. And what he did in that second half was nothing short of greatness, not to mention Khalil Mack making a statement on Sunday night football saying, hey, Oakland, you probably shouldn't have gotten rid of me. That is a statement game for the Bears, even though that they lost. But it, you can't ask for more in one particular game. Aaron Rodgers and what he has done, he's proven as as – one of the best quarterbacks of our era, hands down. Oh, yeah, the guy's talent's off the chart. I mean, I can't, I, I just don't like his personality, but the guy can play. There's no doubt about it. The man can play indeed. And then you had a Bears team that showed why they were something special this season and why both of us thought that they were going to be a team that was going to be a force to be reckoned with during the course of the season. Oh, absolutely. The one thing that I did see from that game is I saw potential, but they needed to be able to finish the game. And that's kind of what happened in their wild card game too. Is you just have to finish it out, and sometimes that's the that's the biggest thing about young teams. Seattle was that way in 2012 when they lost to Atlanta. You have to be able to finish out that fourth quarter, stay strong, kind of thing. And Chicago was able to prove that later through the season, but their their week one game was definitely a telltale sign for how good they turned out to be. Another game that caught my attention personally as as someone keeping track of the NFL was the Tampa Bay-New Orleans game and how Ryan Fitzpatrick really surprised us in week one, a game that many of us looking at Tampa Bay and what they had with Jameis Winston being suspended for the first three games, the, the initial thought was, well, they the Bucks don't have Jameis, so that must mean that they're in trouble. But Ryan Fitzpatrick really changed our opinions in that week one. Oh, New Orleans should have smoked him. But Tampa Bay, I mean, he came out slinging that thing like Brett Favre back in 93. I mean, it was impressive to watch. It's in the, you know, when you look, go back and look at the tape, there was multiple times where Ken Crawley was beaten by whether it was Evans or Deshaun Jackson. But the coverage wasn't bad. It was the throws that were just on point. But let's not shy away from the fact that New Orleans offensively also had a brilliant game, aside from the fumble by Gillisley 
and the fumble by Thomas. And even the fumble by Thomas, they even said if they would have reviewed it, that it wouldn't have been the turnover. But both offenses definitely put up numbers. No question about that. The highest scoring game in any opening day game in NFL history, and that just simply proves the point. Let's move on to week two. And with games that were worth mentioning during the course of that week, there were some great games as well. You had a Monday night affair between the Bears and the Seahawks that was won by Chicago 24-17. to But then also during the course of the week, you had on, on Sunday... Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Bucks seem to be here to stay when they beat the defending champion Philadelphia Eagles, highlighted by a deep touchdown pass to Deshaun Jackson the on the very play the first game. play of the game. Yeah, that's right. You know, but in all fairness, though, if I'm going to pick my game of the week for week two, oh, I'm going got- to pick Mahomes' coming out party to me was when he outdueled Roethlisberger. I mean, that was a war, 42-37. I mean, you could just see from the number right there. This game was a close match between the two of them. And who really thought that Mahomes, I mean, obviously people could have predicted he would have been decent, but do we think that he would have thrown it down on Pittsburgh, one of the top Super Bowl contending teams going into the season? I mean, he just beat their defense down. It was incredible. That was the game where that caught my attention in saying, hold up. Patrick Mahomes may actually be legit after all. Why? Because when you play, because no one simply goes into Pittsburgh and beats them the way the Chiefs did. No one does that. The Steelers always have a great record when they play at home. And for Patrick Mahomes to come in in his third career start, I believe, yeah, as as a pro and beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, who have James Conner, who we. We started to see his emergence later on. And, of course, Big Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown and all all the killer bees. You would not expect this Steelers team to go down to well, the no. Kansas City Chiefs. Just look at these numbers right here. Just from Roethlisberger in the game, he went 39 of 60 for 452 yards, three scores, and he ran one in. And then Mahomes was just brilliant. The guy threw more touchdowns. Than he did in completions. He went 23 of 28 for 326 and six passing touchdowns. That's insane. Unheard of. Ten touchdowns between two quarterbacks. Sign me up. I want to watch that game. That's a great game. Other games worth noting, a 29-29 tie between the Vikings and the Green Bay Packers. See, I don't even want to talk about that game just because of how terrible that roughing the passer was. Green Bay should have won that game. Hands that, down. That was that was a call that was heavily disputed. And another week two game that's also worth noting that carries on import that carried on importance that turned into a surprising upset later on. The Jaguars beating the Patriots thirty one to twenty. I mean, I guess so, but Jacksonville just fell apart. If Jacksonville had been a decent team this season, then maybe we'd be more of a headline game, but if they just petered out. Looking at week three, though. Week three. Let's we... let's first go, before we go into the game of the week, which is pretty clear-cut and obvious, first let's look at other games to note. The Battle of L.A., the Rams and the Chargers, won by the Rams, 35-23. to Yeah, that, that was a pretty good game. Um, I, One game that caught my eye was uh, Pittsburgh and Tampa Bay. Oh, that was because, a classic. Just because Vance McDonald just <laughs> baptized... The other Chris Conti, yeah, Chris Conti became Chris Conti's father. I baptize you in the name of the Father. 
and just threw him down to the ground. Yeah, I believe that was a se- he was out for the season after that. Oh yeah, no, he completely. I mean, that was one of the hardest hits of the entire year. Another game, and what's funny is I might, I actually don't know if this is the game of the week. I think it was a better game, but the, my game of the week is more based off a moment. Uh, but I think the arguably best game of the week was Saints and Falcons. That was a oh that was that was shootout. That was the game I was going to allude to because both offenses were going after it. It was amazing to watch to see two great offenses go toe to toe, and for Drew Brees and the Saints to to come back and win that game, that was something special. Oh yeah, and then the spin move by, by Drew. Brees. Come on, that was sweet. But let's give some credit to. Uh, Atlanta, too, because Matt Ryan was sensational in that game. He threw five touchdowns. Both quarterbacks accounted for five touchdowns. Ryan threw five, Breeze threw three, and then ran two of them in. And not to mention it goes to overtime. And Saints-Falcons is always a good game. Always a great game to watch. Other games worth noting, the Browns finally winning a game. See, that's my game of the week. They beat the Jets 21-17, and Baker... Yeah, Baker, that's it. Baker. They even they even ran the Baker special, the Philly special, man. On a two-point conversion to Baker. That that is such a great scene for Cleveland. That's why it's my game of the week. And then two upsets that weren't really much of any games, but because the upsetting team dominated so thoroughly, the Bills beating the Vikings and the Lions beating the Patriots. We're not going to get into the Lions. We, d- we did again. this already. We did this already, so we might as well not do it again. Let's move on to week four, and there were great games galore. Before we go into, well, we might conflict here, Gabe, on our games of the week, but let's go into game. Well, let's go into games that weren't necessarily the games of the week, but they were classics. The Chiefs against Denver on Monday Night Football, and everyone will remember that game for the left-handed toss oh, by yeah, Patrick Mahomes. Throw. Yeah, that was a great play by Mahomes. The guy's done that all season, though. It just became routine for him to see stuff like that. We expected that. And then if you're looking for a shootout, the Raiders and the Browns gave us a dandy 45-42. to 42. I still get frustrated every time I see that Marshawn Lynch run where they blew him down. And we've seen Marshawn break tackles consistently. So why are you blowing him down? He could have gone for a 70-yard touchdown. Maybe that changes the outcome of the game. Maybe the momentum shifts. Who knows? And then t- Tennessee against Philadelphia, and it was Marcus Mariota converting two fourth downs in overtime, trailing by three, that resulted in the game-winning touchdown that won the game for the Titans. And again, we saw the defending Super Bowl champions once again go down in back-to-back weeks. I mean, the headline writes it there. It writes itself. But I think you and I both agree on the game of the week, though. We'll have to wait and see. There were three games that caught my attention that were close to the top for Game of the Week, and it was hard to choose between any of those three. But to me, that game came on Thursday Night Football between the Rams and the Vikings. Before we get into that one, there were two other great games, the Texans against the Colts, and the decision for the Colts to go for it on a fourth down their own end in overtime. Oh, so stupid. Punt the ball, you moron. Well, when you have a... Okay, hang on a second. Before you fall... Frank Reich, have you heard Herm Edwards and what he said? You play to win the game. Yeah, I We don't that. play to tie the game. Well, you play to win it. If they had tied that game, they would have won the division before week 17 where they had to play against Tennessee at the end of the year. 
Well, then hang on a second. Who won or in the playoffs? The, not the division, the uh, wild card. Who won in the playoff game? Yeah, that's right, the Colts I did. mean, that's fine, but at the same time, I thought it was stupid to go for that because you're just going to give Houston the win at that point. And then there was a difficult... This, this game was a close runner-up for game of the week, and it was the Bengals and the Falcons and how Cincinnati was able to clutch it with a game-winning drive yeah, by the, Andy Dalton the right Green, at the very end. Yep, A.J. Green's touchdown at the end was pretty amazing because he just smoked Atlanta that day. He outplayed Julio, and it was impressive to watch considering Andy Dalton is awful. Well, that is an opinion. But the game of the week, obviously, was the Rams and the Vikings. And boy, that was a great game. And most most Thursday night games seem to disappoint. But this one, not quite as much. It's because teams are shot and tired. They don't even want to play on Thursdays. I think it's dumb. Indeed. Now let's move on to week five. And looking at the games during the course of, of that week, there weren't that many games that were that impressive, Gabe. No, but I know what my game of the week is, and I'm giving it to the moment again, and that's Saints uh, Saints Redskins when Breeze broke the passing yards record. I'm going with moments, and I thought that that moment made that the game of the week because all the other games weren't that impressive. And it was an impressive performance all around defensively and offensively by New Orleans. You're biased. I mean – You are biased. I'm biased You're talking about moments – it if a you, great if you want a great moment, talk about a 61-yard field goal to win it. That's not more impressive than the all-time passing yards right No, record. no, give me a break. Hang on a second. When you have a game with one team out by quite a bit of points in the Panthers and the Giants claw themselves all the way back and it seems as if they've won the game and then next thing you know, what happens? The Panthers kick a long 60 what was it? 60. It was a 63 yard field goal to win it? That's what I call a winner. I mean, it is, but I'm not taking it over Bree setting the record for passing yards. That was incredible. That throw that he made to Traquan, a 62 yard bomb to set the record. Nah, that's my game of the week. That's my moment of the week. That, to me, it's arguably the moment of the season. Okay, that's up for discussion. But moving on from that game of the week, let's head on to week six because week five was just a week five seemed to be a taste of just bad milk don't you think Gabe? Oh, it was terrible at least it was terrible for competitive games oh that was an understatement to say the least now let's move on to week six and we might be we might conflict here but looking at games that that well actually we won't conflict probably we're not gonna conflict at all it's patriots chiefs give me a break don't even make it don't even make an argument for any other game. Because none of them have relevance compared to that one. Games worth noting the Dolphins beating the Bears in overtime 31-28. The Steelers with a comeback against the Bengals. That was incredible. They beat the Bengals 28-21 and sent the Bengals into an abyss. And then also, if you want scoring and field goals, Jets beating the Colts 42-34 to drop the Colts to 1-5. And then in in other affairs, there... There was a Monday night game between the Packers and 49ers, won by Green Bay, 33-30. But obviously, with 946 yards of total offense, hands down, Patriots and Chiefs, it was the biggest game of the week coming into that week of the season, and it did not disappoint. No, I don't even need to say anything on the game. They smoked them. It was a great game. Or not smoked them, but it it was just an absolute 
all-time classic, especially with the one of the plays that stuck out to me was when Mahomes rolled out to his right or to his left and just flung the thing down the field to Tyreek Hill. And I don't know how he got away, but he used his speed to smoke the secondary. Oh my it was goodness. impressive. That 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 man is something else. For Mahomes to just sling it, as you said, and mm-hmm. finding Tyreek Hill all alone, walking in for the score. That was something special. Now let's since that was so easy, let's try week seven and try and, and see if we can find the same stroke of luck of agreeing to me. The game of the week is seems to be clear cut, but first I want to hear your take, Gabe. What is your game of the week for Game Seven? I'm taking the the moment that shocked us in that oh week, and that was no. Justin Tucker missing the field goal. No, he's never missed an extra point in his life, and when Flacco leads his team down the field, proves like he doesn't prove it, but it was one of those moments where it's like, yeah, no, I'm elite. Remember me from 2012? And he had another 2012 moment by tying the game against the Saints, or at least we thought he was going to tie it, and then Tucker missing it, and that thing was right down the pipe, and it was like the hand of God just moved it out of the way. No. that And then Brees hits his 500th touchdown pass in that game, and he becomes the third quarterback in history to beat all 32 teams. That's a great game. One point difference, Saints Saints Ravens. No, to me it w- we always love the matchup of the young gun against or the up and coming quarterback against a veteran. That's why I'm picking Mitch Trubisky against Tom Brady. Where oh, they give where, me a break. What, what? What more can you ask for? Two of the best teams in the league going at it. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was a great game, but and I love Trubisky. I fu- I advocate for that guy like it's an O tomorrow. But I'm not going to compare Trubisky to Brady if it comes to a young gun versus old gun. That was just straight up Brady versus the defense, versus Chicago's defense. That was, well, There, keep in mind, there were also two special team scores by the Patriots in that game, and that's that proved to be the margin for victory. Oh, you, special got, teams. You, have to, you have to keep track of Cordero Patterson. The guy's way too fast to just let him go. Moving on, let's head into week eight. And for games worth noting, there there was a there there it's for game of the week, it it's it could be up in the air, but there is there's two games that immediately spring to my eyes. Gabe, where would be your pick for for the game of the week? I didn't really enjoy a lot of this week, but when I narrow it down, if you say Saints Vikings, I'm going. I'm oh going no, no, no! Thank way. you, thank you. That was, I mean, that was a great moment to watch us smack them, smack them Vikings. But at the same time, wasn't the game of the week. Um, arguably, I'd have to say the game of the week was probably. Uh, it was probably the Niners and the Cardinals, honestly. What? It was such a terrible game. Did you say Cardinals? Yep, yep. Game of the week. The Arizona Cardinals and the San Francisco 49ers. That's it, was the either, g- it was either that or the Buccaneers and Bengals. And let's be real, all four of those teams are dumpsters that have been poured in gasoline and lit on fire. <laughs> They're dumpster fires. But... They were the only games that were really competitive this entire week. There weren't, there wasn't really a great moment that stuck out. So yeah, I got to go with that. Bengals Buccaneers was something special in my eyes, where you had Jameis really wetting the bed, and then in comes Fitzpatrick, and the 
Buccaneers come all the way to tie the game. That's and magic. Then Andy Dalton is proving why he's going to win the division next year for oh, the Bengals. Stop with your nonsense. Drives down the field, and Randy Bullock kicks the game-winning field goal. But my game of the week was the Rams and the Packers, and this was a sign that the Rams were here to stay. The thing that irritated about me about that game, I mean, don't get me wrong, it was great, but I couldn't stand that people said, well, Aaron Rodgers didn't get his shot at the end of the game. No, you did. You went three and out. You threw it on first, incomplete. You ran it on second, didn't get much. And then third down, another incomplete pass. You threw it in the dirt. And then they want to blame Montgomery because he fumbled the ball the next time they got it. No, I'm sorry. Maybe Rodgers, you shouldn't have gone three and out with that offense. That's what irritated me about that game. That that was a game that, that can leave a sick taste in your mouth. Let's move on to week nine and a game worth noting. Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. It was the biggest disappointment, arguably, of the season. It should have been a great matchup between those two of them like it was. What, what year did they play? 2014? That was, yeah, 14, and that was where A-Rod won it with a late game-winning drive. Yeah, and he just chucked it up to Cobb at the end. <laughs> Brady's face on the sideline was priceless. But I think you and I should agree on the game of the week for this one. The game of the week, it's obvious. It's this was Rams. the ga- Well, there's two big games going on this week, and obviously one of them turned out to be the game of the week, and that was the Rams and the Saints, with the Saints opening out to a 21-point lead and for Los Angeles to come all the way back to tie it at 35, and then to see Drew Brees and his Saints resurgently pull away at the very end. This was one of the games of the year, obviously. Thomas! He's gone! 72 yards! And he pulls out the cell phone, just like Joe Horn. So Great funny. moment for the Saints. Great moment for the Saints, and to remind the fans of the history. Loved it. Now let's move on to, as we continue our fast pace, we're on to Week 10 already, and games worth noting, in my eyes, the Monday Night Football game between the Giants and the 49ers. I know this was a snoozer, but with Eli Manning leading a game-winning drive, that was that seemed to be a breath of fresh air if you're simply a fan of football to see uh, Eli Manning and, and what he's... And all of the the hatred that he's gotten from the media. Oh, I love Eli. I hate when people step on the guy. He's a great person, one. And two, he's had great moments in history. I mean, give me a break. Why do they give this guy such a hard time? They tell him that he sucks all the time. Okay, well, you tell me when I've got Orleans Darqua as my running back in the backfield. I'm throwing to a guy named Traveris King. And then whenever he does have Odell, Odell gets hurt. Then again, you do have Saquon Barkley, but but still. Well, now it, he's it, got Saquon. Yes. Now you yes, want to put talent fair. around the guy. But the game of the week, it, it, there wasn't a game where it really, you know, that was clear cut and it spoke to you saying, this is the game of the week, but it boiled down to two games in my eyes. Gabe, which one? Which game was your game of the week? The game of the, uh, the week to me was Rams-Seahawks. It was, uh, it was another great game like it was all before, and that was the fact that the Rams had they had so much momentum going into that game because you know that they were just red hot, like really angry after losing to the Saints the way that they did. And so I think that they tried to take that out on Seattle. But Seattle also stood up and said, hey, listen, just because 
people think we're not that great. Remember, we still are the Seahawks. We still have some of the Legion of Boom. Don't forget about us. And it turned out to be a great game between the two of them. To me, the two games that really stick out to me as the game of the week, well, obviously the Rams and Seahawks because that was such a great game. But also, do not forget this one, the Cowboys and the Eagles and how this was an NFC East matchup where everyone hates everybody. And for that game to go down to the wire, that was a special game to watch. It was a fun game to watch, I'll give you that. But I don't know if I can take it over Hawks-Rams just because of the changing of the guard, it seems like. It was a change of the guard as far as winning the division was concerned, but there is another Cowboys-Eagles affair that also caught our attention, but we'll get into that in just a little bit. But let's move on to Week 11, and games worth noting the Seahawks on Thursday night beating the Packers 27-24. to That was, I mean, you just said it right there. That's my game of the week. I, Russell Wilson was nothing short of spectacular in that game, and he outdueled Aaron Rodgers. But yet Aaron Rodgers gets the Pro Bowl nod. You'll never find a way to explain that to me. Well, but did you see his touchdown interception ratio? He didn't throw an interception until very late in the season against Chicago. I mean, that's it, though, because aside from that, it wasn't – I mean, beside from that, his stats aren't that great. And Russell outdueled him, plus he won the game. And Seahawks-Packers – since arguably 2012 has just been the game to watch of the week. And then other games worth noting, the Giants and the Buccaneers, and this game was the reversal of Tampa Bay and Cincinnati, where it was Fitzpatrick who stunk up the field, and then Jameis took over for his Tampa Bay Buccaneers and let a comeback, but then again, it was the Giants who showed resolve and ended up winning the game. Well, yeah, I mean, Fitzpatrick looked awful. He looked like a joke. I mean, he went from Fitz Magic to Fitz Tragic in a single week. Jameis, get on the field! And then and for Jameis to have his comeback. But the Buccaneers seem to be... they This season, they seem to be a team that was fun to watch, but you could tell when they were starting to fail, and that's... Oh, and, yeah, they were arguably they one of the most frustrating awful. teams to watch, too. Indeed. Other games of note, the Jacksonville Jaguars with a big lead on the Pittsburgh Steelers, and then uh, there it went. Ben Roethlisberger scored, was a part of the game-winning touchdown drive that won it at the very end. And then another game that is also worth noting, Dallas and Atlanta. That game seemed to, sh- to be the, ch- the the changing moment for the Cowboys' season, you might say. Oh, yeah, it absolutely was. And, you know, it's sad that Atlanta was as hurt as they was because I think it would have even been a better game. But Dallas really impressed me, especially Elliott in that game because he fought through a lot of hard contact hits. That was a special game just to watch as a fan that loves to watch football and seeing teams just fight tooth and nail. that You couldn't ask for any more in that game. But the game of the week... It, it's obvious. It's Rams, Chiefs in the Hollywood Classic, 54-51. to 51. Everyone going into this week said, I don't even care about the games on Sunday. All I'm paying attention to is the Monday night game between the Rams and the Chiefs. The and Classic. it did not disappoint with all the scoring on not only the offensive side of the ball, but on the defensive end. It was close to the very end. You couldn't ask for any, any more from a game like that. That, to me, is the game of the week over 
even Packers and yeah, Seahawks. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's true. I didn't I didn't look at the schedule, and I completely forgot that that was that week. No, I'll, I'll, I'll bite my tongue on that one, yeah. That was definitely the game of the week. But Seahawks-Packers would have been the game of the week if it hadn't have been for that crazy shootout. And that game had... That game was a drama. It wasn't. It wasn't one of the one it of the. It was a Hollywood script. Yeah, it, you couldn't write any better script for any other game. That probably, in my eyes, was the best regular season game possibly in NFL history, as far as an entertainment aspect is concerned, because you had a little bit of everything. I won't go that far for me personally, but it was a fun game. What to game watch. Clum, What game comes close? In regular season history? Yes, yes. I, the only game that comes to my mind is a 1986 shootout between Kenny O'Brien Ken O'Brien and, and Dan, Dan Marino. Marino. That game, to that me, was, was one of the best games until we saw the Hollywood Classic. Can you think of any other game that comes even close? I can't name one. Um, when it comes to regular season, I've seen some good duels between the Hawks and Niners in their run. But... Um, no, I even no, I can't I can't say that no, no. Hawks Niners? They've had good games against each other, especially in the regular season too. It's not just the NFC championship game. Uh, no, it, it doesn't even come close to the Hollywood classic in I my mean, eyes. Even I've gone on record and saying in one of our previous shows that I thought Pittsburgh and New Orleans was a better game. That well, was more entertaining. But that's no. because I'm bringing more storylines into it than just the game itself. I'm looking, well, when I'm looking for a game, I'm looking for just when you sit down and watch one game, and then when you're finally done, you would say, that was the best game I ever saw. And to me, it was Rams and Chiefs. It was good, but I'm not going that far. But moving well, on to week 12. Finally, we spent so much time on, on week 11. Let's move on to, to week 12. And games worth noting, it was... It was a week where there w- there were some big games and and it was Thanksgiving weekend and you had Gabe your Saints beating the Falcons on Thursday. Oh, that was such a nice thing. We don't need turkey because we're eating up that dirty bird. But then after that, there weren't any notable games that were. What do you mean re- there weren't any notable games? Well, hang on. The game well, of there, the week. There, there was the game of the week. Outside of the game of the week, there weren't that many games if, that, if, that that stuck out your attention and said, "Hey, this was a great game to watch." You did have the Eagles coming back against the Giants, but come on, it's the Giants. Do you really want to watch the New York no, Giants? But you don't, Danny. I'm gonna throw you into Berg One if you don't agree with me on this game. And then There's you, one game that is, without a doubt, the best game of the week. And then you had Denver against Pittsburgh and Case Keenum out-dueling Ben Roethlisberger. I love it. I like Keenum. I don't care what he did to my Saints in the playoffs. I like Keenum. But come on. If you're looking for entertainment in, in, a, in a game this week, it has to be, hands down, Seahawks okay. and Panthers. Okay. I got really nervous. I was about to say, well, I'm about to hold you up with my right hand and use my club I have right here is my left and use you use as a baseball bat and <laughs> whack you out for a grand slam without a doubt the game of the week the fourth and three conversion by Russell Wilson to David Moore for the touchdown was insane I listened to it on the radio as I came back from uh Thanksgiving break I was listening to it when I was going over snow call me pass Ooh. and all I heard I was because I mean, I'm born and raised here. I support the Hawks. I love them. And I'm just gripping my steering wheel, just saying, come on, man, you got this. <laughs> and then you hear Janikowski gets a shot after Gano misses, and Gano doesn't miss in clutch situations. And Janikowski puts 
one more great moment to his illustrious career. And to me, that was the game that derailed the Carolina Panthers. Oh, without a question, it completely killed their season, especially with how New Orleans was playing because it, it took them out of the division, essentially. Very much so, and the Panthers just did not seem to recover. They didn't win a game until – they didn't win a game that matters until – they didn't win a, ga- a game that mattered the rest of the season. Pretty much. And it was it was very disappointing to see the Panthers simply fall off of a cliff into Was it that disappointing though? Well, you are you are a Saints fan, so you enjoyed every single minute of it, let's be honest. Loved it. Can't you agree with that? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can agree with me there, Gabe. Finally, we agreed. Now let's move on to week thirteen and the the game of the week it there were some notable games to note. The Chiefs beating the Raiders in their first game without th- their star running back, 40-33. to 33. That was a shootout. I want to and, throw you again if you bring up the game. I know you're going to bring it up. And then there there, there was the, the Thursday night game between the Cowboys and Saints. We don't Saints. talk about it! Well, Gabe doesn't want to talk about it, but it was a defensive show. Oh, but, yeah. But moving on from there, you had a Marcus Mariota comeback against the New York Jets coming coming back late. But to me, the game of their and don't forget you had an upset between the Giants and Bears, albeit the Bears did have Chase Daniels their starting quarterback. That is true. So but to me, the game of the week, game of the week it, it's 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 in the Steel City and and there was a West Coast team traveling to the East, and you had a great comeback where just where you thought that the hometown Pittsburgh Steelers were going to finish off the L.A. Chargers, the Chargers just seemed to come back. And and also, don't forget the wild field goal uh, scenario late in the game where the Chargers took three tries to kick a game-winning field goal, which they finally made. Yeah, it was a good game. But again, Danny's wrong because the oh, game of the oh week no. was Cardinals-Packers because <laughs> of how <laughs> crazy that upset was. Going into no. Lambeau, and don't get me wrong, I think Green Bay is kind of a joke, but the Cardinals are the worst team in the league, and it's not even up for debate. And they went into Green Bay, and Rosen outdueled Rodgers. Come on. That's a beautiful thing no, to see. No. That was no. awesome. Larry stop. I'll stop. I'll stop you right there. That's disappointing. That's appalling. That's disgusting. Moving on. We might spend the rest of our show on this one, Gabe, in week 14. There were great games galore. First games that weren't quite as notable. Let's first begin with those. And we will first um, begin with the Raiders and Steelers and Chris Boswell. Set to tie the game. Oh, no, he slipped and fell. Chris Boswell, I would rather ski in a volcano than have you as my kicker. And the Raiders beat the Steelers? What? Who would expect that? Nobody. The mighty Pittsburgh Steelers fall in defeat to the Oakland Raiders? Pittsburgh loses again. That was definitely a surprise of epic proportions. Now, other games worth noting. Can we just the note bra- the fact that the, the Rams got beat by the Bears? <laughs> okay, 15-6 to six on, on Monday night. Now, moving on. Because Jared Goff's other, trash. The other, another game worth noting, the Browns beating the Panthers 26-20. And this, if the previous week was not a telltale sign, this showed that the Panthers were bad. Oh, no, completely. Baker Mayfield... 
was clutch in the game. But Newton's throw on fourth down to keep it alive was just atrocious. I mean, it wasn't going to matter anyway since uh, the Saints beat the Buccaneers that week and it wrapped up the division. But just from the Panthers' perspective, what a pathetic way to end your season. Oh, my goodness. You know your season was bad when you lose to the Browns in a game that really matters. But I, th- I think you and I agree on game of the week again, though. Well, there. okay, first of all, there were three great games, and all of them were classics in my eyes. To me, well, I, I ranked through the, top, the top three games in my list, and... For coming in at number three was Dolphins and Patriots. With that's the, three. That's three for me. That's one. No. It's the best game of the week. It no. ended on a lateral for a, a touchdown. What game? The, the lateral, the Dolphins and Patriots. Well, that well after that, what else do you have? A very disappointing you, second half. I mean, you had Brady getting upset. The, by Ryan Tannehill and Dinkin and Duncan to Kenyon Drake. There's why would you put Gronkowski out there at the end? That's the play. that was confusing. I, I did not understand that by any stretch. That was arguably the play of the season, and that was definitely the game of the week for me. But what what are your other two? Talk about the Chiefs and Ravens that went into overtime uh, with okay. Patrick Mahomes throwing across his body and to and to complete two fourth down plays to keep the Chiefs alive. And we all know that the Baltimore Ravens always are a staple of being very. Very great, near the at at all times, virtually. That was the same game he did the sidearm throw. Yes, and where he wasn't, he had the no look throw too as well. Yeah. So to me, in that game, this I know that Mahomes beating the Steelers was a notable game, but this game seems was just another validation of him as as making it in the NFL with with not only the the no look pass but also the fourth down throw to Ty, Tyreek Hill where he threw across his body and they tell you not he to just do that. Chucked it up and prayed. And sure enough, Tyreek Hill came down with it and it was a beautiful beautiful comeback by Patrick Mahomes. So what's your game of the week then? The game of the week if you would have said that this was the game of the week with about three minutes left to go, I would have said you were crazy. This game seemed to be the worst game of the week. But then it was the last few minutes that really blew me away. First, first the Cowboys scored a touch, a deep bomb by Amari Cooper, and they took the lead. And then a crazy comeback drive by the Eagles to answer. And then the Cowboys drove down the field trying to, to kick a field goal. Then the Eagles could just... They, they were resilient and stopped them, but then the Cowboys got the ball back in overtime, and Zeke went to work, and then it all ended on a deflected pass, for and Amari Cooper caught the game-winning touchdown, his third score of the day. That, to me, was the game of the week, hands down. Don't get me wrong. All three of those games are fantastic games. All had great finishes. But the miracle in Miami, the way that it ended... And we see Miami beat New England usually once a year. They just have their number that way. I mean, it, the for their one win against New England this season, that was a incredible way to do it. But to me, it's obvious that this may have been the best week for football of the season. Can we agree on that? It, 
I won't disagree with you at that point in time, but at this point in time, but it was definitely up there. My goodness, it was something special. Now moving on, let's head into week 15 and and games worth noting. Saints beating the Panthers on Monday Night Football. It was ugly, but they got the job done. I hated that game. It frustrated me so much. But sure enough, they were able to get the job done. The yeah, Saints wins did. The win. You had Nick Foles and the Philadelphia Eagles beating the Los Angeles Rams in L.A. Oh, beautiful. I love Nick Foles. I, I still advocate that he should start for them. But that was, again, just like the year before, when Wentz went down in the Rams game, got to have Nick Foles step up to finish the deal. And then you had the San Francisco 49ers beating the Seahawks? Who would have thought that would have happened this oh, year? Oh, Seattle. I'm sorry. The Niners did not beat Seattle. The Brian, Seahawks Sh- Brian Schottenheimer and the Seahawks offense beat, beat Seattle. Themselves. Yep, yep. That, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll give San Francisco credit because they played a great game against them. But that was pathetic by Seattle in every way, shape, and form. When you run, 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 oh, I got it. Let's run, run. Third and 20. Hey, Danny, what do you want to do? Let's run it. Stupid. Let's see if it works. Uh, yeah, it, it did not. And then other games also worth noting. How about the Cowboys' uh, offense that week against the Colts getting shut out 23 to nothing? Oh, yeah, I can still hear all the Cowboys fans. We got Dak, we got Zeke, we got Koopa, we got Skip Bayless. It doesn't <laughs> matter. We're going to go to the Super Bowl. We're going to win six rings, six rings, even though they scored zero. Yeah, that was that was funny to see the Colts and Darius Leonard shut down the Cowboys offense. We agree on game of the week, though. Come on. Now, Come on, Danny. Now... There were two games that stood out to me as the as as games that were contenders, but you might I, let Gabe before what what would be a game also worth noting during the course of this week before we introduce our picks for game of the week. I'd say a game that stuck out to me that I enjoyed watching was. <sighs> Cleveland and Denver. I enjoyed it. Cleveland Cleveland and Denver. That, I, I that was it. a great defensive slugfest. Oh, absolutely. Greg Williams was at the top of his game coming coming into that week, and especially to do it in Denver. And Denver rocking their old blue top uniforms. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was a great game to watch. But game of the week. Well, Come on, well, Danny. well. It's Thursday I, night. I, I have a, I have a feeling that you were going to go there. And, yeah. But before we go to Thursday night, Bears beating the Packers and Aaron Rodgers in Soldier Field. That was a game worth noting where the Bears won the division and Green Bay was eliminated as a Chicago Bears fan. You would love this game. Well, as the season progressed, we kind of saw that this was going to be – it was going to turn out this way. Cohen was unstoppable in that game. And then Eddie Jackson putting the nail in the coffin when he – when Rodgers was looking for Jimmy Graham in the end zone, it was it was great to watch the Bears finally do something against Green Bay. And then another game worth noting on the Sunday afternoon, and a, a matchup that, that never disappoints, Steelers-Patriots, and this time Ben Roethlisberger got the better of Tom Brady, finally. Oh, yeah. No, it was great to watch. I don't like either of the teams per se, but... They don't disappoint usually when it comes to games unless they play in the AFC Championship because clearly the Killer Bees don't understand the concept of playoffs. But 
overall, it was a great game, and I was shocked that Brady fell apart kind of in the end of the fourth quarter. He was anemic, and and this this seemed to be the sign that the Patriots' reign of terror was over. But more on well, that in a little bit. Now let's talk about the game of the week, week fifteen. It's obvious. Chargers and Chiefs. I don't know how you leave them wide open. How do you leave Mike Williams wide open on the final two-point conversion? And the, the do you have to have to go for the two-point conversion in that situation? With the division kind of on the line against Kansas City? Give me a break. That took, and I got to give Anthony Lynn credit for dialing that one up. That was incredible, to say the least. Well, Rivers looked awful at the very beginning of the game. I didn't think that he was going to be able to get over it. I thought when he threw the pick on the first play, to on the his first pass, to me, I thought that Kansas City might steamroll him at that point. I picked San Diego to win the game, but after that, it just Rivers started to look shaky, and he needed to get his confidence back, and Mike Williams helped him do that. At the three-minute point of the fourth quarter, it was 28-14 Chiefs, and then to see the Chargers come all the way back, and on that final drive, something deep inside me told me that knowing how how explosive the Chiefs' offense was, I wouldn't be surprised if the, if the Chargers did go for two, in which they did, and it came up big for them, and it resulted in a win that kept the AFC West division alive for quite a little bit, but obviously the Chiefs did wrap things up, but but moving on from, from Week 15, let's head to Week 16, and we might be staying with the Chiefs for this game of the week, but there are also games to note as well. The Packers against the Jets, a game that no one particularly cared much for. It was a shootout, and it might have been a field goal fest, but the Packers did get the better of Sam Darnold and the New York Jets. That's not really a shock, though, because the Jets were just such a poor kind of team the entire way through the season. But it was fun to see them put up a fight against Green Bay, especially a guy like Rodgers. Um, we might game... conflict here for the game of the – oh, that's no, right, Saints and Steelers. It was the game of the year for me. Okay, so. well, we well you already went into detail about that. so. But we'll... Okay, so let's take that game out of the equation. And I'll just say that that's the game of the year. It's it's a top by itself. Okay, that's Game that's of the opinion. week, Seahawks-Chiefs. Seahawks-Chiefs was a legendary game. Russell the, and Mahomes. At the same time, I want to give the Eagles and Texans game quite a bit of credit because that game was special in how Deshaun Watson was able to lead the Texans all the way back. To me, that was a special game, and when I finished watching that game, I was I was not disappointed about the, the how great that— The throw of the year was in that game. The throw of the year. Oh, without the bomb, a, The bomb to Aguilar. He full-stepped up after a long time in the pocket, let it fly downfield, and he hit him in stride with that ball in the air 60 yards. Hit him in stride against with J.J. Watt and Clowney in your face? Give me a break. That was impressive. Thing of beauty. Now moving on to week 17 and... There weren't that many games that were very entertaining as well. There weren't any games that had entertainment and postseason aspirations for the most part that stood out. There were some games that that were outside of playoff implications that were great. You had the Cowboys and Giants that that ended on a two-point conversion that Dallas did win. And then also you also had the Falcons and Buccaneers that was won very late, 34-32 by Atlanta over Tampa Bay. And there there was the Seahawks and Cardinals that was ugly, and that was the reason why the Seahawks 
weren't that impressive. And then you had an important game on Sunday night against the Colts and Titans, won by the Colts 33-17. But come on. The game of the week was obviously Ravens and Browns. Oh, no, yeah, I, I agree with you. Especially for the fact that Baker and the Browns could have had a winning record this season. That would have been insane to see. But it was also awesome to see Baltimore's defense make a stand. And the way that they did it, they did it. Just like the Don't Patrol Saints or the 85 Bears. We're going to line up, you're going to see us coming on the blitz, and we're not going to fake you out. We're going to bring eight guys. It's up to you to beat us. And the defense, at the end of the day, pulled it out. That And that was in what – well, you have to keep in mind about what happened – Last year, same situation for the Ravens. Their defense was on, and it was their defense that needed to come up big, and they choked into the hands of Andy Dalton and Tyler Boyd. And this year, against the Cleveland Browns, they had better fortunes as the late interception by the Ravens' defense won the division for Baltimore and sealed it up, yep. sealed up the playoff berth. So to me, that's obvious. It was the game week. And how about those the Steelers watching from their own from Heinz Field oh. as as their playoff hopes oh, hinged you, in the balance? That you know those players just wanted to vomit at the end of that game. They had to have felt just so terrible. Well, maybe you shouldn't have lost the week before Pittsburgh. Yeah, that was a rough one. Now let's move on into the postseason. First, the wild card weekend games of all the games that went on. The Colts easily handling the Texans. Not much to, to talk about. The the Chargers beating the Ravens twenty three seventeen. Lamar Jackson with a late comeback, but the Chargers defense simply dominated that game. But the two games that really stood out to me: Cowboys Seahawks and Dak Prescott and the Cowboys finally sh- having their playoff moment and beating Seattle. Yeah, that was that was the game of the week, and Prescott, Prescott was impressive, especially on the last third down in that game when he ran it up the middle. I didn't see it, I didn't see that coming. The defense didn't see it coming. It was amazing. And then there was the Eagles and the Bears, and boy, what a game that was! And the double finish, doink. the double, double doink. doink, and that was that was to me one of the best games of the postseason. Oh yeah, and Nick Foles throwing a touchdown on the fourth down to Tate. It was impressive. Now let's move on to the divisional weekend, and there weren't that many games that really stuck out to you that that were the, very entertaining I mean, the, for the, the most part. The best the, game was the Saints the, and the Eagles. The Chiefs and the Colts was a blowout, and the Rams and the Cowboys, sure, the score looks appealing, 30-22, but come on, that, was, that game wasn't really close until the Cowboys scored a late touchdown. Patriots dominated the Chargers, even though the score didn't indicate it, 41-28. But obviously, Saints and Eagles, with the Eagles jumping out to an early lead, fourteen to three, and that and that raised your eyebrows, saying, "Can the Saints be upset?" But then the Saints, they 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 really dominated that game after the, the end of the first quarter and showed why they are the team that they are. Oh, absolutely! And then Lattimore to finally have a big moment for him to show up again, like he did the season before. It was great to watch, but. Man, you had to feel bad for Alshon dropping that ball. Just dropping it right into the hands of, of was it Lattimore who got the interception, yep. right? Yep, Lattimore, and the Eagles season ended. And conference championship weekend, boy, that was the best set of conference championship games from an entertainment aspect. As far as drama, that was it right there with two overtime games. And obviously there is the pass interference call that should have been called, 
but it wasn't unfortunately for your for your Saints game and and also for the Chiefs and and Patriots and how that game D Ford's got to be moron and line up offsides. I don't get it. Kansas City probably would have gone to the Super Bowl. There was only a minute 30 to go. I mean, I get that New England had three timeouts, but I mean, with Mahomes, I'm taking my odds that he's going to get at least one first down. Two dramas in in one day. That that to me, if if it wasn't if it wasn't Week 14 and the drama that that was encapsulated there, I'd say it's Conference Championship weekend just from from a drama aspect. And then you had the Super Bowl, which I think to me, as as boring and punt punt heavy the game was. That was still... A, it was enjoyable. If you like defense and you like football, you're going to enjoy that game. It yeah. was a good game to watch. It, it's not the ending that I think any of us really wanted to see, but we'll take it. It could have been worse. Could have been worse. Very, very true. Now, let's to recap our top three games. To me, I'd say two and three belong to the conference championship games. First, I would have the Rams and Saints because of the controversy that ended. And then number two would be, for me, it would be Patriots and Chiefs in the AFC championship with how Brady led his Patriots all the way back. And then for me, it's obvious number one is the Hollywood classic between the Rams and the Chiefs. To me, those are those are my, my top three games of the year. Gabe, you might side with me a little differently. Obviously, having the Saints and Steelers probably as your number one. I- I do have that as my number one game. Um, When it comes to some of the other ones, when it comes to finishing out the top three, I've actually got Seattle and Carolina as my third game. Okay, okay. Because it was just one of those great games, just gritty between two teams who really don't like each other. Definitely. When it comes to the the second game of the year, though, that's so tough if I have to look through the schedule. Um, Rams-Chiefs. You couldn't ask for Honestly, more. Honestly, I'd have to say Rams Chiefs. Definitely. Yeah. So the Rams and Chiefs, they take the one and two spots between the two of us. But that's all the time that we have on the Buck and Straws show. So once again, for Gabe Strasva, I'm Danny Buck saying so long for yet another episode of the Buck and Straws show. See you guys. Thanks for listening to the Bach and Straw Show. Tune in again on 881 The Berg SoundCloud. This is your place for all things NFL, all the time.